Trigger warning. This podcast episode contains discussions of sexual assault, abortion, and emotional and narcissistic abuse. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Emotional Abuse is Real. I'm your host, Serene Leeds, and I'm so glad you're here. I hope everyone had a fun Halloween. My daughter dressed up as two different Barbies, Skating Barbie and Cowgirl Barbie, because you can never have enough Barbie in 2023. I did the two costume thing as well. Uh, A couple weeks ago, my husband and I went to a fabulous party near where we live called the Headless Horseman's Ball, where we got to live it up in one of the spookiest towns in the United States, Sleepy Hollow, New York. My husband was Jack the Ripper, and I was one of the Ripper's victims, Dark Annie Chapman. Closer to Halloween proper, I traded in my Victorian dress and cloak for a retro 80s vibe. Think Madonna in Desperately Seeking Susan. And if you'd like to see pictures and video, please check out my Instagram account, Serene Leads Rights. Shifting gears, here's my weekly reminder that emotional abuse is real, still needs your support. And there are several ways you can do that. First of all, if you're a listener and you'd like to share your story, please don't hesitate to reach out via Instagram at Serene Leads Rights, that's S-A-R-E-N-E-L-E-E-D-S-W-R-I-T-E-S, or reach out via our Emotional Abuse is Real Facebook page or via email at hello at sereneleadsrights.com. A reminder that anonymous guests are always welcome. Another way you can support Emotional Abuse is Real is by heading over to Apple Podcasts and both leaving a rating and writing a review. The more reviews we get, the easier it is for people to find this podcast. Finally, you can support the podcast by following me on Instagram at Serene Leads Rights, following our Facebook page, Emotional Abuse is Real, And if you are able, please consider donating to our Buy Me a Coffee page, which I've linked in the show notes. As I've said before, this is a one-woman operation, and your donations help fund the podcast's production costs. I'd also like to remind you about my free newsletter. This is a great opportunity to stay up to date on my latest published articles, as well as new podcast episodes. Also, it's a wonderful way to stay in touch with me directly, especially if you are a business or brand owner looking to punch up your website, email, or social media copy. I am available to work with you on any writing or editing you may need with your business and brand copy. Plus, as an added bonus, I send out a free delicious dessert recipe to every new subscriber. I've left the sign-up link in the show notes. You can also subscribe directly via my website, sereneleadsrights.com. My guest for today's episode is Rachel Claire Farnsworth. Rachel is a transformational life changer, working with clients to help release their deeply embedded trauma through various methods, but primarily through hypnotherapy. She has a lot of experience working with emotional abuse survivors and can empathize with her clients because Rachel is also an abuse survivor. 
You can read her story in the anthology Me Too, But Never Again, which is available on Amazon. But I'm so honored that she agreed to share her experiences with me on the podcast as well. One more thing before we get started. My sincerest apologies for the background coughing during my interview with Rachel. My husband was home at the time of the interview, and well, my only mistake here is I invested in a great podcasting microphone. (laughs) So without further ado, here's my conversation with Rachel Claire Farnsworth. Hi, Serene. Thank you very much. It's so good to be here. I'm Rachel Claire Farnsworth. I'm Wellness with Rachel and I specialise in helping people overcome anxiety, autoimmune disease and um, alcohol dependency, which very often leads, it feeds into um, narcissistic abuse or toxic relationships very often, not always, but very often. And so, yes, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. It's really lovely to be with you today. Yeah, I'm so happy you're here uh, because this podcast really is about um, raising awareness about emotional and narcissistic abuse and people Mm -hmm. sharing their stories and, of course, sharing the wisdom that they've learned to help people heal and to also help people, like I said, be more aware of what emotional and narcissistic abuse is, to be able to recognize those red flags because... So many of us just go through life and this kind of abuse just hits us out of nowhere. And so the more uh, awareness we can raise, that's what this podcast is all about. So I know that you've shared your personal abuse story in the book, Me Too, But Never Again. But would you mind sharing at least a version of your story here for my listeners who may not have read that book? Yes, thank you. Um, I hadn't, you're absolutely right, I hadn't realised I was in a toxic relationship pattern Mm -hmm. at all, because it's your normal very often, isn't it? You sort of learn these behaviours from childhood, and then um, other things happen that sort of lower your sense of self-worth or self-esteem, and so you fall for even lesser um, beneficial, should we say, relationships. And that was my pattern, and the message just seemed to be getting louder as I was getting older. (laughs) Um, and it was that sort of wake up call that made me go in and realize that I had actually got the, the ability to change it. Mm-hmm. But my story really starts when I was 19 yeah. um, because I, I was on a date with somebody that it was somebody that knew somebody. It was like an ex-boyfriend had recommended that I go, you know, go and have a um, a meal with this person. I've worked with him. He's great, you know. So yeah, it was a recommended. It wasn't like a blind date, as such. Even though I didn't know him, mm-hmm. and so we had a. Well, I thought we were going to go for a meal. It was our second yeah. date actually, and I thought we were going to go for a meal. First time we went to the cinema. This was like just a. So this time I went to his house instead mm-hmm. of meeting him at the venue, mm. and he 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 raped me yeah. within five minutes of being in the in the house I just sat on the yeah. settee pulled me off the settee and raped me um and mm. then worse was to come because I then found out I was pregnant six weeks mm. or so later okay. um and so that just added to, compounded so much <clears throat> but the thing that what I did I thought I was being 
uh, brave, I suppose, or doing the only thing I could by putting all that stuff in a box in my head. <laughs> Mark, do not disturb. Do yeah. not open under any circumstances and then just carry on with your life. So it's pushing yeah. past all that stuff. It's in your head, but don't deal. And I hadn't yeah. realised how our subconscious minds um, work because that trauma was still in my body. It was still in my system. And that experience had lowered my sense of confidence, my sense of self-worth, my sense of self-esteem, all of it. And so, of course... Looking back, it's obvious that the relationship patterns that I'm going to go into are going to be less than wonderful. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, this, my second husband, it um, it was just getting louder. And, and that's when my wake up call was really because I realised <coughs> that if I had, you know, I was approaching my 50th birthday and I realised that if I didn't, do something about my own internal wounds the message was going to get louder and potentially this time next time he would probably be violent to me as well mm -hmm. um and so fortunately I'd actually got the tools at the time I'd like found the solution before I understood the problem which is a bit <laughs> not how it always works is it but yeah. that was how it worked for me so yeah that that's my story okay so and what were those tools the tools are hypnotherapy Okay. And All right. Healing, so, at, yeah. healing at the root cause. And so healing at the root cause using hypnotherapy, going back to how, when, and where. Mm -hmm. um, and so I went back to how, <laughs> when, and where, why I was attracting these types of um, toxic relationship patterns. And it just went back for me being a child where I learned that love was painful. Yeah. And so our subconscious mind has to radiate that back to us so every pretty much every relationship I had meant I got hurt um so that's really where and that, but by releasing it has been a phenomenal difference and mm -hmm. my sense of self-worth and self-confidence has massively increased as a result wonderful um, it is and it doesn't take long when you've healed at the root you don't it's not doesn't have to be come back next week and talk about it for the next 10, 20 years, it can be done in, in a one or two sessions. So, all right. So, uh, before we get more into, uh, the hypnotherapy aspect of your career, just, um, real quick, you said mm, that, sure. um, you, uh, you were, you got pregnant. Um, so what, yes. what happened with that? Um, what happened was I had, I've decided I had to have an abortion because mm -hmm. yeah. it was just, I was only 19. Sure. I was, I felt like I was just a kid myself. Of course. Um, but that also led to me having a car accident very shortly afterwards in that oh, same I'm year. So sorry. Because, yeah. but because I, I really didn't care whether I lived or died, it was just a, just that's, you know, it was icy. And, but that again was a, I suppose that was another wake up call because I hit the road, I went off the road, my car turned in the field. And then it went, the car went back on all fours, which mm -hmm. was quite incredible. Yeah. Um, and I just had a, um, some stitches needed at the back of my head. Mm -hmm. And I think from that, I realized that, well, something, you know, wants me here. So yeah. I bought myself a ring and um, <laughs> just as a, a reminder that I need to look after myself better and take care of myself a bit more. Um, oh. So that's really what happened. 
Okay. Well, so first of all, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your story and um, because I know it's so hard for so many people to share their stories. So, so thank mm-hmm. you for letting people know that these stories can be shared and that there is hope. Mm-hmm. And it took and me 30 it's in, years, really, to share ha- my story. So, you know, I get it. And I'm sharing yeah. it because I felt alone. And yes, that's the thing. Me too. It's, it's that it's, it's reaching back to the people that are going through it now and just going, it's okay. Yes. You know, we hear you. You're not alone. And that's why I share my story in the book because it's about you're reaching out to people and just like it's happened to me as well and it it, you know you can get over it there is life after it yes don't have to beat yourself up about it it's not your fault it's about you know holding yourself in that self-love container really and that's how I help my clients now that's I'm I'm so happy to hear that and what you said about you know putting all your feelings in a box and you know you know pushing them away pushing them down I mean I've seen that so much in my life. I see it in the people I interview for this podcast. And that's another reason why I do this podcast, because I don't want to see people sweep their trauma and just their feelings under the rug. And I, because I just see it so often and it doesn't help anyone. This is just, this podcast is an opportunity for me to tell people, tell your story talk about talk about your feelings communicate don't keep secrets especially not in your family because it's going to end up hurting you and your loved ones so much more and i know it doesn't it's hard for people because if they've raised to they've been raised to think like no 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 don't don't talk about it don't talk about it i'm not saying that it's so easy to just start talking but I just hope that this podcast will help people realize that there is healing mm-hmm. in talking and and addressing your emotions, addressing, like you say, the root of mm-hmm. the pain, of the trauma. So let's get into that kind of work and, and what you do and how and you know when exactly this this business of yours started and um yeah, just how you help your clients. That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Okay, well, yeah. Um, it started in 2018, actually. Okay. Um, I, I, um, I was going through that second marriage where it wasn't mm-hmm. working out too well. My children had gone to live with their dad, which I didn't mm-hmm. blame them. But I yeah. wasn't. I, if I wasn't a full time mum, I didn't know who I was. Who I was. <laughs> that was my identity. Sure. And so. It gave me, one of my friends said, I always thought psychotherapy would be a good thing for me to train in. And I was like, no, I don't think so. But <laughs> it gave me a sort of opportunity of thinking, well, if, if not that, what, what else could I do? Mm-hmm. And so I decided to train in a, in counselling. I was going to do just do that. But you had to do hypnotherapy the first year, which I really wasn't interested uh-huh. in. So isn't it interesting how the universe puts a little, little pill in, in front of you that you can swallow rather than the whole <laughs> chunk? Um, so I I thought well I'll just sleepwalk through hypnotherapy and I'll do the counselling I'm really excited about that but Mm -hmm. actually it was completely up the other way up I never did the counselling course and I actually trained in two hypnotherapy methods at the same time the the live one and and then another one on that I found online and I qualified in June 2018 and my daughter had a flare-up of her autoimmune disease Mm. in the same year just um, in the October 
So because she'd had autoimmune disease, she's had juvenile idiopathic arthritis, which mm. is children, uh, arthritis in children with no known cause. And she's oh. had that since she was a year old. Breathing, and yeah. I said to her, let's just have a session, see what happens with no expectations. We're like, well, it might just help reduce the pain a bit, maybe. Let's just hope. But what we did was something quite incredible. What we did was able to, she was able to get to her personal root cause of why the pain was there in the first place. When she understood what that was, she was able to release it. And I've never had this since, this particular root cause, but hers was all that I need pain to be like everybody else. And her mm-hmm. everybody was her cousins and her brother who all got pain of their own when she was diagnosed, mm-hmm. but they were all better now. And even if they weren't, she could still see that her pain wasn't helping them in any way at all. Mm-hmm. So she was able to release that in a single session. That is five years ago as we're talking right now. Wow. And so she's been pain-free, symptom-free and medication-free since then. Mm-hmm. And in, then it was after that that I realized that I was in the pe- I was in the toxic relationship pattern. I was actually doing a training. I was watching training videos on hypnotherapy about somebody yeah. um and it was it wasn't really what it was about, but it was about the fact that her scenes went back to very some something similar that I could relate to, and that was the penny dropping. Like, oh, I have got a problem. That's what I've got no confidence because I'm in toxic relationship patterns. Yeah. Oh, right now I understand, and it was a massive aha. I was watching yeah. this in my lunch break at work, and I just. <laughs> So it was a big, I wanted to cry in at work. I was the only woman, I went to the builder's merchants. I was the only woman on the shop floor and I wanted to cry and I couldn't. And it was just, but honestly, that was such a momentous moment because the person who I was at eight o'clock in the morning going to work was not the same person who left at five because I had all these light bulb moments of, right, I know what I need to do. I need mm-hmm. to get sorted I need to heal myself I need to get a session I need to go and get a solicitor's appointment I need <laughs> out of here I was like whoa you know it's amazing it was yeah. amazing and it was all in one like all this sort of da, 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 da. So it took me <laughs> yeah so that was that was sort of about October maybe 2018 yeah I suppose Okay. Around about that time, but it was it was the beginning of that year that I actually started taking action and really um, going through the motions of divorce. Good for you. Good for you. And then and then from there, uh, what else did you need to do to set up the practice of what you do now? Well, what I did was because of my daughter. She yeah. empowered. I know I empowered her, but she empowered me at the same time. Because I was like, oh, you know, this felt bigger than me. The message needs to get out there that the body is actually telling you symptoms, you know, the stories. Yeah. There's trauma holding our bodies. That's why we've got the emotional pain. That's really what's going on. Yeah. So it's about talking about it. And then what I did was I hired a room locally uh-huh. um, just for a few pounds a week and just started asking clients, you know, people, do you want to come in, you know, putting things on Facebook and stuff and then I started getting clients and it just evolved from there really that's wonderful so what has your experience been with um helping clients who are survivors of emotional and narcissistic abuse do you see like certain patterns or a lot of familiar uh symptoms um 
for symptoms, yes, there's a lot. There's a lot of people carrying um, disease or ill health because mm. of not being able, you know, not because it's not it's not safe to share your emotions in that kind of um, toxic um, environment. So we just push their emotions down, right? And and those emotions have to go somewhere. We all know how painful trapped wind is, and it's very similar. <laughs> it is, yeah. Though. Yeah, it's emotional. It's energy sure. in motion, and that energy hasn't has got stuck, and so yeah. it shows up maybe as a thyroid condition because that means you you're not speaking up. You're, you're swallowing all your words, or yeah. maybe it's a stomach complaint because you're not stomaching it. It's just pushing it down. Yeah, or it can or it can be an autoimmune disease. It can be so many things because. If our emotions aren't expressed, they have to go in and it shows up in physical as well as emotional. So releasing that is an emotional way and an energetic way as well. It can literally be like a, a whole weight dropping off you. Yeah. Um, so how I go about it is just here going back to how, when and where the issues began. And the subconscious mind absolutely knows. It's like daydreaming. It's no more more than that you're just talking to me with your eyes closed in the comfort of your own home just really much like we are now mm -hmm. um but you've just got your eyes closed you're relaxed and it just allows your subconscious mind to come more in the forefront oh, oh i don't know why i'm thinking of this but this is what's happened i'm nine months old i'm in the cot mom and dad are arguing whatever and it's a, but it's not what happened it's the emotions you've attached to it that are key and then the beliefs that you've attached to that I'm not lovable. I don't matter. My needs will never get met. It's those kind of basic things from childhood. It doesn't yeah. have to be a massive, it can be, but it doesn't have to be a massive abusive thing. Right. It's just those core beliefs of I'm not lovable. We're going to keep attracting unlovable relationships that just enhance your belief that you're not lovable. But the fact yeah. is you're on the planet, you're automatically lovable because you're made of love because the universe is. Yes. And so you're made of the same energy the universe is made of. So, it, it you know, it's just a belief and it feels yeah. true because it's right in the very core of you that you took on from like being really tiny. So yeah. it, it, and then everything just your outside world just mirrors back those beliefs to you. And that's how it works. So what so what you're saying um we, I actually had, uh, someone who is an inner child coach on the podcast uh, a little over a month ago. And a lot of what she was saying mirrors what, what you're talking about because so much, and you, like you said, you don't necessarily have to have some big, huge trauma that happened to you. It can just be, like you said, a belief system that's been instilled in you from when you were very young. And, and I always like to make sure I say, um, you know, our parents did the best they could with what they had. You know, it's so easy to like blame everything on our parents. So they didn't know any better. Well, it's not so simple because we're, you know, we're just working with whatever, whatever, you know, with the best that we have. And, um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate what you said. Cause I think that that's an important message for, not just survivors of emotional and narcissistic abuse uh, to remember, but all of us, we all have an inner child. We all have these root beliefs that have been ingrained in us since we were very young and everyone could use some help Absolutely. In, un yes. in unpacking those. So I'm glad that you're doing the work to help people 
no matter what their position is, to help unpack what they went through. That's right. Well, it's like your parents are carrying their own trauma, like you said. Yes, yes. So when we're little and we haven't got our needs met, we have to make sense of the outside world. So we take on that, we make a story up, don't we? Yeah. Mum can't give me love, therefore I'm not lovable. We don't look at mum and go, hmm, oh, you're carrying trauma of your own. You didn't get love when you were a kid and therefore you can't give me it. (laughs) We don't do that because we haven't got that reference point. We just take on board, oh, it must mean I'm not lovable and I don't matter and my needs will never be met and it will always feel like this and I feel helpless and hopeless. And then that, like you said, that inner child within us is feeling wounded and, and then they run the show, basically. They carry on that wounded part of you carries on. Um, and so when you're feeling um, lack and all that, it is your inner child that's like screaming for attention, really. And that they should, and that's why what we do, we go back to the root cause, but it isn't just going, oh, well, that's where it started. It's about empowering you from it. It's about really bringing your power back from being that nine-month-old baby when you weren't held and nurtured or whatever it was that you didn't get. It's about really seeing the real truth that is that you are lovable and we get you to sort of hold yourself, comfort yourself, wrap your arms around yourself and really say those words and really feel into how adorable you actually really are and how lovable you are and really allow the client to really feel that for the first time. And and that is that's the only thing wrong with any of us. And that is my message. The only thing wrong with any of us in five words or less is lack of self-love. Yeah. And that's that yeah. disconnect we have from that inner child to the now, our adult self. That disconnect is that lack and that should that causes disease, dis whatever, all the anxiety, all the depression, all that stuff are yeah. just symptoms telling you you're out of alignment from your true self. So clear all that, come back to yourself, and then you start radiating like a diamond of potential because that is your soul speaking to you then. It, it's that energy that, that is you, that you're created of, you know, that diamond, the sparkly diamond <laughs> that is you. That is who you are. But all that trauma makes you feel all really not very sparkly at all and certainly not very lovable, doesn't it? But when you clear the trauma away, you feel like that and you radiate differently because you don't need other people to validate you in the same way that you did. You're not saying, will you meet my needs? Will you? Will you? You're meeting your own. And that self-love, it's like putting the hose pipe on the tap. You know, the the self-love tap is there all the time. So you're not looking externally to somebody to validate you. And that is that is the only thing wrong with any of us. Yeah. I just want my listeners to know, because even though you and I can see each other, you know, this is only going to be audio. I just want everyone to know that, uh, to emphasize her point, Rachel just held up a big, glorious looking diamond. <laughs> yeah. And then I covered it to show that you've got no, you know, all that, like an onion, you know, you've yeah. the, the layers of trauma, you peel back the, the layers of the onion and then that sparkly diamond it's, it's there. You are. It's there. Yeah. It, it's absolutely there. And everyone deserves to be aware of it and see it. And yeah, like I said, that's why I'm so glad that you're out here doing this kind of work. So is there anything that you know now, which you wish you had known when you were younger? 
<laughs> I mean, no, so I know. Much. Just a question, right? So, yeah, a little itty bitty question. So yeah. much. Um, yeah. Yeah. What a, I what I would really have liked would be a uh, somebody to sort of be nurture, more nurturing. But sure. what? But you know, when you sort of sit in your bedroom and you kind of think, when's somebody going to come and rescue me? Kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You don't realize it's going to be yourself. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. You know, it's about you, your your adult self going back, rescuing that little child who still feels abandoned, lost, and all that old emotion that's still running the show. So, if you know, if I'd known that, I could have done it sooner. That's all. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I touched upon. Um, a certain kind of work that you do, uh, which is called silent counseling. So what exactly is that and how does it work? Yeah, I mainly work with um, hypnotherapy. Silent counseling right. is like EFT um, on steroids okay. is how it's been described. So it's about using techniques, just using your acupuncture pressure points, just like um, EFT does, and then being able to release the emotions from your body. So you can do it for yourself. Um, it's like anxiety is just under your eyes. So you just when you breathe in you just acknowledge the anxiety and then you just breathe it away in two puffs keeping your fingers just mm-hmm. underneath your eyes um your index finger and your middle finger because that's mm-hmm. the pressure points and then you just breathe it away so it's really helpful and very effective so what i also want to know because Understandably, a lot of my audience is based in the United States and Canada. So do you do um, virtual or telehealth work or are you just uh, based in Britain? No, I'm all around the world. I work online. I work online. So wherever you are is perfect as long as you've got internet connection. And I think that sets you up for success as well, actually, because you're in the comfort of your own home. Mm -hmm. And so you're on your bed or on your sofa, you're comfortable, your head's supported, you're in familiar surroundings, you're not worrying about the traffic and how long it's going to get there and is there a parking space and all that. And I work with a lot of people with anxiety, so that matters yeah. a lot, you know. They, all they've got to yeah. do is switch their laptop on, get comfy and close their eyes, that's it. So that's really lovely, isn't it? And oh, I also wonderful. send them a recording before they start. So it gets them used to my voice and the method I use of, of, to relax them, which is literally just allowing the body to relax, going, you know, just me talking to them. But it just helps them get used to it. And then they know that they can do it because, you know, it's just an unfamiliar thing. But it's just, it's like guided meditation with a laser focus on the outcome you want. That's all it is. So it's looking at how you want, you know, you want to release anxiety, you want to overcome toxic relationship patterns or whatever it is, your subconscious mind knows where it began. So it's about allowing that to happen, piecing it together. But you don't have to take long. It's usually just three scenes because once you've done three, it's like the table just falls down. Once you've got three legs down, the table doesn't stand up anymore. Right. So then it, but then it's about empowering you from it. And we do all that in, in one session as well. Okay. So you, you know, you're not sitting in the, oh, it was that, it was that, it was that. It's about allowing you to feel better. And I don't move on from anything until you do. So it's, you know, it's that non judgmental space. And I often say to my clients, roll the dice again. You're me. I'm you. You know, that's non, it's just, let's have a look what's in that rucksack of emotion. Have a, just take a look at it. Have a look at it analyze it and then release it and empower you because you're not that 
person that you were then. You've you've grown, you've evolved. And um, there's so much we can do to release it and allow you to feel amazing and wonderful. Wonderful. So, uh, so two final questions. One is, I always like to ask my guests, because I know that I have a lot of listeners who they know something is wrong in their life. They know that you know, they're probably in like an emotionally abusive or a narcissistic abusive relationship. They know, but they don't quite know how to take the first step. What advice would you give them? Mm. Oh, that's so difficult, isn't it? It's so yeah. because everybody is so different in different exactly. places. Yeah. What I did, um, I wrote a list of reasons to stay and reasons to go, reasons mm-hmm. to leave. Yeah. And my reasons to leave outweighed the reasons to stay my reasons to stay was that um he cooks badly and he irons poorly and I was like (gasps) is that it (laughs) why am I staying why why would you then then you're staying still just to help him that doesn't benefit you yeah exactly no 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 that is what I was doing and you know but I was a people pleaser as most of us are yeah because we learned that from childhood too so when we're told we're too emotional and we're too this and we're too that and oh you're just overreacting they've that cajoled you into something and then you make all that rage in you and then you're overreacting whatever um that isn't normal that is not a a loving relationship a loving relationship should be two-sided it you know it should be give and take it should feel safe it should feel nurturing it yeah. should feel ex- being able to express how you feel um, without any worries about how they're going to react. Um, so that is, you know, that is really what love should look like, being nice, yes. caring, nurturing and supportive. And anything not, then it needs a conversation or you need to get out. Yeah. I, I like that piece of advice, though, because it's it's logical, Mm. You're doing something logical for yourself and that'll help you know, it, yeah. clear your mind, get in the right mindset of what you need to do. That's okay. right, because they, yeah. they scramble your brain, don't they, mm-hmm. these relationships? You're like, which way is up? Yes, uh, yes. And to the point when I was saying about mine, oh, look, he's lying. And someone said, how do you tell? I said, because his lips are moving. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But I, that wasn't meant to be funny. That was right. true, you know? I know. I know. I totally get that. Mm. Um, so thank, so thank you for that. And finally, how can people connect with you book a session? Um, this is your opportunity to give out your social media website. Yeah. Thank you. Well, sure. my website is wellnesswithrachel.co.uk. And okay. I'm on Facebook, Rachel Claire Farnsworth or wellness with Rachel. I've got a, um, a, facebook group as well called decoding the body's messages to transform and thrive and mm-hmm. there's gonna be two ebooks coming out two book two free gifts coming out shortly as well one's negative self-talk patterns releasing those and the other one is decoding the body's messages a free ebook just giving you more information about what's going on and the really exciting thing is on the 20th yes. of october uh-huh. uh, laura Shofroth and i are going to be doing a group membership program where she's talking she's going to be helping you with food and nutrition mm-hmm. to heal and I'm going to be doing stuff with the subconscious mind so it's all going to be a lot of mindset but a lot of thought processes and real real time healing 
Um, so, and it's going to be forty pounds a month or forty nine US dollars. So, okay. yeah, now lots going on. Lot going on. Wonderful. And I will leave links to everything that you mentioned in the show notes. I always like to give guests the opportunity to say their preferred methods of communication (laughs) before I just go ahead and like randomly drop a lot of links. So Rachel, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate your coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing because you're doing amazing work. Thank you so much. And same to you. Same to you. Thank you for listening to my conversation with Rachel Claire Farnsworth on Emotional Abuse is Real. If you would like to connect with Rachel, I've left links to her website and Facebook pages in the show notes. If you would like to share your own emotional abuse story here on the podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out at hello at sereneleadsrights.com, via our Facebook page, Emotional Abuse is Real, or through Instagram at sereneleadsrights. Please note that this podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional mental health services. If you are a victim of emotional abuse and need help, please call or text the Suicide and Crisis Hotline at 988 or call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. You can also text START, S-T-A-R-T, to 887 887- Once again, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. Sign up for my free newsletter. And if you can, please support us through our Buy Me a Coffee page. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.